You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Go to Sonos.com to learn more because they are the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. So we are locked and loaded today. Solo show here for Candace Cooper. We are making sure that you guys are in on all things ACC conference news. Let's start with what's Already fresh out the presses. This should be for more. So I know we're going to go into it on Wednesday's episode, but we've got things to talk about here on Tuesday as the Wake Forest men's basketball game is canceled. They were supposed to play Boston College, but the ACC announced today earlier that it was going to be canceled due to COVID protocols by Boston College, resulting in the cancellation. So they forfeit the game. The program is adhering to the outline protocols as. According to ACC.com and following the 2021-2022 COVID-19 game scheduling, rescheduling policy, the game will be deemed a forfeit with Boston College receiving a loss in the conference standings and Wake Forest receiving a win. The full schedule can be found in all the issues. You can read more again at theacc.com. It's a tough blow for Boston College who has the whole team vaccinated and of course, We're all living in this thing in real time. People are getting frustrated about the antiquated rules and what's going on. I don't know. I'm feeling mixed reviews because I understand, but should we even be playing basketball at all? (laughs) Let's talk about it, right? I understand that we want to get these seasons rolling. And of course, when you look at the pro leagues and everything that they're going through, there's a lot of money on the line. Now, mind you, is there a lot of money online for Boston College Wake Forest programs? Sure. But the same kind, I don't know. And are we putting the welfare of these student athletes that we, or excuse me, athletes that we say are supposed to be you know, the, mo- the biggest priority in their health and wellness and their safety supposed to be the number one? Are we putting them ahead of what we should say is the dollar sign? No, I, uh, it's dicey. <laughs> it's getting a little dicey. I don't know if we're actually adhering to what we feel like is in the best benefit for these students. More than that, I think that this is not going to get easier. This is just the start. We haven't even reached Christmas vacation. We haven't even reached, you know, New Year's and all the things that come with that and people going out more. And so that, of course, is going to bring all of its issues and more so stress when it comes to trying to get through these basketball games for the rest of the season. Now, while we update you on that most breaking out news, we'll talk about what implications mean for conference standings, what it'll mean you know, for other games and what we could potentially see throughout the rest of the year. But also, we've got to have a little fun, right? We want to talk about some ACC players of the week and some greatness that we're seeing from both the men's and women's side. So we're going to get you locked and loaded for that. But again, reminding you, Boston College Wake Forest game will be canceled tomorrow they didn't even let it go through but there's still a slate of good games happening on tuesday so make sure for that now to hit you make sure to remind you about wake forest their next scheduled game is december 29th at louisville louisville is already going through some covid issues right now so technically they will play next 
Wednesday. That remains to be seen, but allegedly they could be two and zero in the conference, according or three and zero in the conference rather, because of these pro these policies and procedures that are currently in place. Now, could things change over the next week? Of course they can, because that's the way things are going here for athletics. Period. But Tuesday's matches. Want to make sure you guys are locked and loaded. Pittsburgh is going to be taking on Jacksonville, a four and seven Pittsburgh coming off. A big win of the season. They recently just beat St. John's in a close matchup. They're looking to keep that momentum going. Then you have Wright State playing NC State. NC State looking to get things back in order after losing to Richmond, a team that they certainly did not want to lose to. Can they make a make good with this Wright State game? I certainly feel like that is going to be shaped up well for them. Then you have App State playing North Carolina tonight at 7 p.m. on the ACC Network. Carolina coming off an embarrassing loss against Kentucky, trying to figure out who they are as a program. Of course, App State is no stranger to beating Carolina, mainly on the football field, but now you will see them have the opportunity to hold it down on the basketball court. They just came off a loss against Duke, a very minor loss against Duke, but that's Duke is not Carolina. Carolina is not Duke. This is going to be a good game. Appalachian State has had their fair share of strong matchups this season. They had a tough loss against Furman as well, but a team that can put up some points if need be. So Carolina cannot afford to sleep, although you never know which program you're going to get on any given night. It seems to be <laughs> the standard around for the Tar Heels, but that's you know, a long story that I won't bore you with. Now we also have Georgia State playing Georgia Tech in the Jerry Colangelo Classic. Okay. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets are 5-5 five five currently on the season. They are the defending ACC champs. They are trying to right the ship after their tough loss against the number 10 ranked team USC. They want to get things back in order, playing an in-city rival, right? <laughs> Maybe we call it that. But they have a good stretch of games that they can certainly get themselves back together. That'll be at 9 o'clock on ACC Network Extra. So Tuesday matches are not looking slouch. Right? We do have a great opportunity for some good games to see. I think it's really best that we just stay focused on what we have in front of us. But as we've already seen, UCLA, UNC got canceled literally hours before. You have people, Duke, having to find multiple games throughout one day, one weekend, you know, in order to hear a matchup. There's so many moving parts that I understand frustration from people, but at the same token, you got to just give grace and extend because things are going to change. I understand how the NFL changing policies mid shift and trying to get things in order for their, you know, respective teams. NBA is doing the same thing. It seems like every other day somebody's in COVID protocols. And it also remains to be seen. Are we at the point now where when you say a team is in COVID protocols, do you have to disclose who's vaccinated, who's unvaccinated? Because every time you see someone say, oh, they're in COVID protocols, automatically assume it's a, po- a positive test. most of the times you assume it's because of vaccination issues. And so I think maybe should we be disclosing more things? Should we be saying, okay, this person's fully vaccinated, no worries, like this is just what's going on right now, or do we need to kind of keep some things to the chest? I don't know. That's that's the question I would love to get your response from, because I think at the end of the day, there's a lot going on. Again, a lot of moving parts when it comes to athletics and just for the men's sake, I know we've already seen for the women's side as well, Miami having to cancel a couple games, not being able to play Duke. We also have seen Florida State have to cancel a couple matchups. So 
That's why I'm just taking one day, one game, one opportunity at a time. So Boston College fans, I know you're pretty pissed. We'll have AJ Black on the show here tomorrow. He can let it out and unleash why it's so upsetting for him. I'm sure he'll have a lot to say. But if you're not, (laughs) if you want to see some women's side of things, they are playing Sacred Heart today, Tuesday's matchup. So the women, Boston College, you get an opportunity to see them in action. But overall, I, I do agree. It's frustrating because there's a lot that we need to change, but it's so interesting how we're going to do it. I'm, it remains to be seen how they'll get this right. I don't know that they are, but I don't know that we should be playing athletics in general, but nobody cares about what little on me has to say. So there is that. Now, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one financial cloud system to power your growth. Visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR planning, and more. NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of survey businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite.com. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash lock. Head to NetSuite.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, that's NetSuite.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D. Thanks again for making Locked On ACC your first listen every single day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021. Local experts, betting advice, and draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins this Friday. And I know, Caesar, you're like, gosh, Candace, are you a part of the college football playoff preview? I am. I got the opportunity to talk about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, who, are, who will be playing Oklahoma State. Shout out to the homie Linda, who holds it down for Locked On Pokes. She is brilliant. She is, she knows, not only does she know her X's and O's, she knows her stuff between teams, just knowing how it all runs. She is truly an expert, loved getting the chance to speak with her. So if you have the opportunity to get down with the ultimate college football playoff preview, you will not be disappointed by our episode. I'm telling you what, we had some weather conversations in there. We talked about just the X's and O's. We also just talked about fun and what Marcus Freeman will truly bring to that program. Love to hear your thoughts around him and if we see any sort of Notre Dame sort of connection coming towards maybe we can finally get that synergy popping with the conference and we can stop talking about them like the ugly steps <laughs> who knows it would be great though right it would be awesome to have Notre Dame fully invested all programs including football as a part of the conference maybe one day before we're all old and gray now switching gears talking about the players of the week for the ACC when it comes to basketball, we're going to jump to men's and women's. Of course, we want to make sure you're straight when it comes to the players of the week as well as the ACC freshman of the week. Now, Wake Forest graduate forward Alondez Williams, who has been a terror throughout the ACC so far, is the current ACC player of the year for the second straight week. He has been doing everything necessary to keep the Wake Forest Demon Deacons on top. He's the first Wake Forest player to earn back-to-back ACC Player of the Week honors since Jeff Teague. 
on January 12th and January 19th back in 2009. I forgot the Jeff Eagman, the Wake Forest. Okay, you know, a little memory there. He helped lead Wake Forest in victories over VMI in Charlotte. We know the Charlotte one was the buzzer beater. If you did not catch Monday's episode, you absolutely should get into that. He's averaged 35.6 and a half rebounds and five assists per game. He is hails from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and set a career high of 36 points against VMI. That great comeback. And that, while people are like, oh, well, it's just VMI. At the end of the day, the W is the W is the W is a W. We got to get excited about teams making sure that we keep our conference in some sort of shape to get them into the NCAA tournament. Now, when we look at what Williams can do for the squad overall, he just brings a different kind of energy and infectious energy to the team, especially for the Demon Deacons who are trying to make sure that their identity is one where you should never count them out of matchups. I think for me, the performance against Charlotte was certainly something that we haven't seen from a Demon Deacon player in quite some time, right? We talk about the legends. We talk about the Chris Pauls, the Tim Duncans of the world, but not necessarily in recent years about great players who come from Wake Forest, right? So we are certainly an opportunity to see Alondez do great things, which also speaks to the transfer portal and why it can be beneficial for many schools for years to come. Now, I think that's important. And we also got to talk about the freshman of the week, Trevor Keels, who's having himself quite the season so far, averaged 14.7 points per game over three Duke victories last week to match his teammate, Wendell Moore Jr., who's quietly having an ACC Player of the Year type performance. This Clinton, Maryland native shot 52% for the week and hit five three-pointers and was seven of nine from the free throw line. He started the week by scoring 14 points with three rebounds against South Carolina State, then 11 versus App State, and then 19 against Elon, having himself quite the performance going into this coming week as Duke sets up to play Virginia Tech on, they will play Virginia Tech on Wednesday at nine on ESPN2. A lot of people would give hype to Virginia Tech and feeling like they could go toe-to-toe in terms of just matching energies, but do they have the skill set? Remains to be seen as we gear up for Duke's first ACC play, ACC game of their season to start. Trevor Keels is the first-time recipient of the Freshman of the Week honors and joins teammates Paolo Banquero, AJ, teammates <laughs> Paolo Banquero and AJ Griffin. Paolo Banquero has won twice already. So if that tells you anything of what the Duke team is bringing, in terms of these one and dunners, in terms of just guys who are already full of offense, they are going to be a terror as we try and figure out what NC, excuse me, what Duke will bring to this conference. And man, oh man, they are the test. I'm telling you what, I hate that it had to be them, but here we are. They are absolutely the test to see who is going to be able to stand toe to toe in terms of just nation, national play. For every other team in the ACC, they're trying to figure out if they're good and they can stand up to snuff with the Blue Devils. And that is going to be how you either have a decent loss, a good loss, or you have a great win that makes your case for when you're trying to play come March and April. Now, on the women's side of things, I know as much as we talk about how great the men are, I'm telling you what, the women are sitting pretty as they have many of teams five, I believe, in the uh, top 25 AP polls. Not only that, 
They have some studs who are holding it down for ACC Players of the Week. For the third time this season, Virginia Tech junior Elizabeth Kitley, she wins the honor for ACC Player of the Week. She registered her fifth double-double of the season to lead the Hokies to a 92-75 victory over the Seminoles. Florida State at that on Sunday for their ACC opener for both teams. She topped 30 points for the second time this season, pouring 34 into that matchup. Now, she has scored 20 or more points in six games this season to lead the conference. Kitley is just nothing to sleep on. And then you have ACC Freshman of the Week, Sonia Citron. She is holding it down for Notre Dame. She scored 15 points with eight rebounds on Sunday to lead Notre Dame to the 85-59 win against the Pitt Panthers. She was 5 of 12 from the floor and 3 of 7 from three. She also charted three assists and three steals. She is doing her thing, averaging 12.3 points on the year. Again, ACC women's basketball is returning. We saw that last night, Clemson battling LSU in the West Palm Beach Invitational. And that was such an interesting matchup as it was all Tigers. But, you know, they're having themselves one good year with Coach Mulkey being back and back in Louisiana, I should say, and just making sure that those Tigers are doing the big thing. But great matchups heading into Tuesday. Duke will play Charleston Southern, who is currently looking for its first win. But Duke sitting at eight and one definitely wants to get back into the thick of things. Again, as I mentioned, they had their game against Miami forfeited on Miami side due to positive tests. They had a tough loss against a really good South Carolina team who plays Stanford tonight, by the way. I think that's going to be a great game. So if you're into women's hoops, absolutely think you should tune in there. But Boston University will play Georgia Tech, the number 17 team who's having a great start to the year after picking up a big win against UConn, having a great win against Wake Forest. They are certainly a team that you cannot sleep on. Kubaj is doing her thing. My goodness, she is a force in the paint. Alabama State will play North Carolina, a North Carolina team who's currently 25th in the country after sitting at 10-0, and a great win against Boston College. And more so than that, they, had a, they have been having a season where you, it's a nail-biter at times. Certain times they're putting it away. I think that Deja Kelly is having one hell of a year. Another name that you must certainly put on your list. Clemson will play Dayton. Again, Clemson trying to jump back after that LSU matchup. And as I mentioned, top of the show, Miami still dealing with some cases. So their game against North Florida is postponed. And Florida State game against Kent State is postponed as well. So the nature of the beast, what we're rolling with, just going as we should, trying to make the best of really interesting situations. But we we move. We we vibe. We do what we have. Now, if you guys are looking to bet on some college basketball, I know I mentioned some new probably names, faces, teams for you to Google after you listen to this episode for the women's side. I promise you, you will not be disappointed if you tap into some of these women's games this season. And hey, why not do it with Prize Picks, a leader in college sports daily fantasy? It offers more college football and basketball props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid-major players you just might have ever heard of. Prize Picks offers more props than you can think of, especially in basketball. You can play points, rebounds, assists, threes made, and more. All of the users that deposit, your, use your promo code and receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use promo code LOCKEDON. Prize Picks even lets you do mixed sports entries. So if you want to have 
a game. You want to have Trevor Keels be a part of one of your picks. And you also want to have, you know, Elisa Kunane from NC State, making sure you do that. Or if you want some college uh, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl, if you want some college bowl season action, and we know we're giving up for the military bowl for Boston College and ECU, we want to get you guys back for that. Throw in a mixed sport there. I did mixed uh, sports and divisions, I guess, when I was talking about women and men, but it's fine. We keep it rolling. <laughs> we let it go. Use this award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds plus. It is that easy. Prize fix and safe and offers fast withdrawals. All right, so guys, we are wrapping up today's show. We want you guys to make sure you're squared away. Again, follow at Locked on ACC on Twitter. You can find me at Candace D. Cooper. Sorry to get the best intro to the top of the show, but I get so excited about jumping right into things that I want to make sure you guys are all set and ready to go. Now, again, Boston College, Wake Forest, game canceled for Wednesday due to positive tests for COVID with Boston College's team, despite the fact that everyone is vaccinated. A lot of Twitter chat, chatter will be happening today about antiquated rules between what we say should happen and forfeitures and rescheduling and all of that good stuff. Rescheduling is tough. We bullied people to get vaccines. They got the vaccines and still caught COVID. We kind of knew this was going to be a thing. We just didn't know it was going to go crazy. But did we not know? Because we know flu season, we know cold season, and we know COVID clearly season, because we're in seasons at this point, is a little bit wild. So are we truly that naive to think that this was not going to happen yet again? You've read the stories out there. You understand what's in there. I'm not to be about to be your Facebook PhD person, but all I can say is, do we still feel like force is a necessity? And you can argue with me until you're blue in the face. I don't know. I'm saying no. But that's just me. Like at the end of the day, as much as I love watching sports, as much as I love tuning in and seeing some really great matchups, at what cost? We still don't know the long-term effects of this bad boy as someone who's personally had COVID, still gets some COVID headaches every now and again on migraine levels. So I'm not sitting here advocating for us quit things. I just say, I don't know the answer. I'm sad at I just don't know the answer. I don't think any of us do, but I think we're all trying to force the issue. And in so many words, the universe is trying to tell us to sit down somewhere, but we don't want to listen. So you know what a hard head makes for a soft tail. And maybe that's just what we're going to go through. Hopefully we won't see it going in 2022, but it remains to be seen. We'd love to get your thoughts and opinions. You can hit me up on YouTube. You can subscribe there. I know you guys love to leave me those comments, but more importantly, you can make sure that you hit me up at Candace D. Cooper on Twitter, at Locked on ACC. Hit the like button. Make sure you get our subscriptions up. Leave a review, leave five stars, all of that good stuff. And if you want to hit up some other podcasts here on our network, strongly encourage you to get right. As we always talk about bet online, we always talk about price picks. We make sure you guys know the locks to get in. You can go to Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. They are set to have you covered as you gear up for what should be a great bowl season for football a great playoff season for the NFL, NBA, and more. So make sure you guys check them out as well. Candace Cooper, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to me. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And until next. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.